How very fitting it is today that we are blessed to have students and their professor from USF. They're taking a course in world religious thought and practice. The Catholic Church is a good place to come because you see all kinds of things that might make you think like, what's all that smoke about? And what's all these funny clothes and whatever else? So hopefully it will be a wonderful experience as you see us practice our faith that will hopefully help you think about why we might practice that faith. And that's not just for those who are visiting us, but it's important for us as Catholics to remember what we do and why we do it. Because if we are not thoughtful about what we do, and if we don't practice our faith, we will become very much like the preceding section of this reading from Ezekiel. The preceding chapter in Ezekiel speaks about how the bones are all dried up. He's given this prophecy that things are going to become lifeless. And I was reflecting upon how through the years in America here, certainly in Europe and so many other places, where there was a great thought and practice of vibrancy in living faith. All we need to do, for example, is to travel in Europe and see the many churches, even here in America. And yet today, if you travel in Europe, and certainly in a number in America, how full are those churches at each of their services? We know statistically that there's been a number of people who are no longer practicing their faith. And it might make us wonder, where has the Spirit of God gone? The Spirit of God has always been present. He always wants to revitalize us with his own life and love. But what happened in Ezekiel in that reading preceding today's is that the people turned back to their old idols. Something else was more important to them than the living God, than the spirit of the living God, alive in their hearts. As we look at America, there's many idols today that distract and attract people away from living their faith. It's so easy to live such a busy life to not be that intentional intentional about learning more about God and taking the time to draw closer to him like we do when we come to Mass, to listen to the Word of God, to let it soak into our mind and our hearts, to hear God speaking to us, and for His life to come alive within our mind, our heart, and our will, which then prompts us to practice the worship that we offer God, The worship of listening to his word, of singing and praying and offering the ordinary bread and wine to God is an act of love. And of course, he is never outdone in love. He changes it into his own body and blood to feed us, to give us life. But if we don't feed on the life of God himself, if we don't allow the spirit of God to keep refreshing us and renewing us, we will become like dry, weary bones that no longer have spiritual animation that comes from God. So what we see in America 
is so many have become so distracted and preoccupied and now, frankly, weary from the many things that seem to bring happiness or at least some sensational pleasures of some sort that keep attracting us where we want more. Perhaps for some, it's entertainment, recreation, maybe others being so consumed in sports, maybe it's in work, maybe it's the life of leisure. I recently read a fascinating line from Fulton Sheen. Some of us may recognize that name. Fulton Sheen said, it's more likely that Russia would become Christian than for Americans to leave behind their comforts. And I thought, wow. Wow. Because comforts consume us. And then we live a life of dissipation. We become weary. We become lifeless by the things of God. Because we begin to drift little by little, more and more and more over time, and we lose our ways. Then we walk around. I was having this picture in my mind of it's like walking around mummy land. People look so forlorn, lost, anxious, concerned, filled with apathy, like nothing's important anymore. Where's the zest for life? What's my purpose? Well, when the Spirit of God is not alive within us, we will eventually discover those things that lead us away from God, that preoccupy us, actually take the life out of us. Now, let me be very clear. It does not mean that we can't enjoy certain entertainment and sports and various things. It doesn't mean in and of themselves they're bad. But they can become so consuming and they have such a primacy in our life that it takes away our spirit of recollection to listen to the Word of God and to let it soak back into our hearts. Lent is a time for us to rise from our slumber, to be intentional about coming to learn the Word of God, to think about why we do what we do as Christians, as Catholics, to allow our heart to get close to God so we can receive His love and realize what I really want, only God can give. His life in me which our hearts are made for. As desperate as it was at the time of Ezekiel, as desperate as it was for the Israelites when they become unfaithful to God and went back to their old idols, God is merciful. God is merciful. And he brings those whose hearts are open back to life. That's why the reading today from the book of Ezekiel says, Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I open your graves and have you rise from them. O oh, my people, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. That's why St. Paul is reminding us not to live of the desires of the flesh, to let that be the principal thing that drives us. He says, for those who are in the flesh cannot please God. 
but you are not in the flesh. On the contrary, you are in the Spirit. If only the Spirit of God dwells in you. Whoever does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although your body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is alive because of righteousness. My brothers and sisters, the Spirit of our living God wants to live within us, and we will be tested. We are tested. The comforts of America and the things that want to distract us today, the various philosophies and ways of thinking that try to root out God, rather than to highlight the reality of God, we should pray that we will see through those deceptions and to pray that God will bring us the spirit that can only satisfy our hearts, his spirit. For just as those who were very, very close to Jesus, as we heard in the gospel, Martha, Mary, and Lazarus, God tested, God tested his close friends even, Martha and Mary. He delayed in going to visit because he wanted them to come to see the power of God, even over the death of a body. And of course, it's all the prefiguration of what is to come for us in the resurrection of the dead. Martha said to him, I know he will rise in the resurrection on the last day. And I love this response from Jesus. I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Meaning the spirit, our soul, can be alive here on this earth. And when we depart, it remains in that living presence of God, the Spirit of God within us, and that soul never dies. And we await the resurrection of the body at the end of time. Let's pray that we will be thoughtful and think about what we do and why we do it, and then to practice that which God has passed on to us.